Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Okay, so just to fill everyone in, Carissa Pukas is a YouTube sensation. She's got like over a million followers on the tube. Uh, she's living in Australia. She is Canadian, so you'll recognize her accent. But she is a beauty blogger. Uh, she's a stylist and she's an all-around cool chick. Happens to live right near Christie, so we can't wait to chat to her. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome on in. This is very special. What's that? It was a creaky door. Oh, that was good. You should have told me. I'm pretty sure I've got a button here. That oh, has really? some form of Mate, sound effects. you can't push buttons for <laughs> shit. We've realised that by sitting in this studio all oh, day working. I've bloody forgot how to do I will, everything. I will say something, though. Well done today. You have stepped up. You've I give it a crack. It out. Yeah. This is the thing, though. When you're not in, you're not just in a the mode of doing something every day, like not even just pressing buttons, just anything. You forget pretty quickly. You also fight the things you really don't want to do. And for radio announcers in particular that don't push buttons, there's this insular kind of, um, I guess, fight against having to push buttons that I think people don't understand. It is actually quite a little bratty part of all of us, I think, because about it, not wanting yeah, to yeah, push yeah. buttons. It's a, it is also a little bit of a status thing, I think. I will say, though, it is a real, it's a real skill to be able to do both. Yeah, it is. Like the, think, the thinking of what you're going to do next, like in terms of the way that you're talking, and then the thinking of next, what you're going to do is with your song fingers. Gonna, the mic going oh, up and yeah. down, it's tricky. And it when, is you, tricky. when you're not used to it, but I'll give it a crack. So if you do feel like this podcast is a little bit different this week, that's because it is the very, very first podcast we have ever recorded with Christy and I in the studio as well as our guest. Now, before we get to our guest, you will recognise her. We did give a bit of a teaser on our Facebook pages who we were talking about last week. Um, you'll recognise her from YouTube, but you will also recognise her from being on our show yes. uh, because we love her. And this, when I knew that you and I were going to be together, we she lives near you. Yeah, so, so we had to get her in. So we were like, let's let, – I can't believe this is the first time we've ever done this. It's pretty crazy. So it's yeah. weird that we're talking about her that she's sitting next yeah. to us. And she's like kind of being quiet. But I wanted to just let everyone know if you yeah. haven't listened to our show before what we do and who we are. Um, we were, I would guess, radio announcers, our radio announcers uh, that started this podcast, um, talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying. So we do this each and every week. We each bring a gem to the table. Uh, and there are truckloads of other episodes that you can download on iTunes or head to podcast.thinkagirl.com.au. And we have details, new details next week coming for that. So that'll be the last time you'll be able to head to that website. Then we have a new launch next week. Yeah, which is, which is good. It's good for everybody that listens because it's going to make it easier. All bits and pieces are just going to be in one spot. Yeah, yeah, that's what we now, want. Now, this particular guest, uh, as I said, you may recognise her from YouTube. She is. A, we're, we're a big fan of yours. Thank you. Thank you. She is. I think uh-huh. I think we're a fan of this because we were talking before we started recording, and we were talking about how I guess there's lots of things that come up and down, and, and you it's really hard sometimes to kind of bat up the hatches and stay true to what you want your stuff to be, which is yourself. Absolutely. And I don't think it's just for entertainers or no, performers. No, no. I think it's also hard for you to stick to yourself. We think you do that. Thank you very much. So YouTube star Carissa Pukas joins Hi. us. Yeah. How's it going? Hi. She can My speak. Friends. She can yeah. speak. Well, I wasn't sure. You guys like sometimes you do weird intros we do the door remember last yeah. time we're like okay let's open the door and then you can come in after. oh my god we did, we've done did some we weird had. intros did we together do, a door? do you know what oh, that was did. because last time we we almost got there we had the carissa and i in the studio together and then stacy was on the on the computer on skype uh-huh. that was uh-huh. hilarious yeah so then we were like oh we've just started this new thing where we like call people <laughs> so we won't call you we'll just you just walk in the door and then we'll get the sound of the door like that was 
That was months ago. It's our special effects. I mean, come on. I feel How as though... How many times have you been on our show? This is your third? Uh, Sec- second. Second. But se- second, but I've been on Breakfast Show. Yeah, and we that's did a what it thing was. On so that time you came in was the first time. So yeah. we're only... Oh, yeah. So this, really? is, the se- this yeah. is the second time. So I can't believe her... Carissa's introduction to our podcast was, Carissa, can you just walk out that door? <laughs> and we'll just get you to slam it. She's like, <laughs> what tell are everybody these? our secrets now. What are they? Because so everybody confused. Well, that's known. it. And so this time I'm like, are they wanting to do a strange intro? Are they going to introduce me? What the fuck? I don't what know. What kind of creepy podcasters are these moles? <laughs> it is a bit of a funny one. Well, as you know, because you've joined us before, and this stays uh, true, to, true to the show each and every week, we each bring a gem to the table, something that we're thinking but not saying. Uh, we'll each go through it. Uh, Philip the Duck will rein us in. When we spoke to you yesterday, because we were shooting some stuff, which you were kindly helped us with. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. You guys, the duck, that guy. He's what did favorite. you call it? You called him the duck, didn't <laughs> the little you? Rubber ducky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip. Um, he'll rein us in to make sure that we don't go over time. But let's do a bit of a content, a bit of a headline of what we want to talk about this week. Carissa, how about you set us off? Well, I want to talk about wearing makeup while having sex. This actually came up to me in a TMI Tuesday video. I do a video series every few weeks on too much information. Mm-hmm. And, and which channel is that on? Because you've got on, a couple yeah. of channels. It's on my main now. channel. So it's on Carissa Pukas, YouTube. Mm-hmm com slash Carissa Pukas. Yeah, and brilliant. It was hilarious because I never really thought about it before. One of the subscribers had asked, do you wear makeup when you're having sex? Well, especially because that's so much of what you do as well. well I can understand it. why people would be intrigued. Yeah, so many of your videos are makeup tutorials. Absolutely. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, that's, okay. that's what I'd like okay. to speak about. It's true. Um, I want to talk about the guilt that you go through when you realize, shit, it's been a few days or a few weeks or sometimes even a few months since I've spoken to my, my VIPs in my life, my really special people. Vips. And just vips. your vips. Um, yeah, and I've just been doing it. I've just been doing it a bit often, and nobody's pulled me up on it. It's just me. I'm the one who's noticed it, and I feel bad about it. Mm. Mm. Relatable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard. Hashtag. I think you just go through stages. Yep. Yep. I want to talk about the article I wrote uh, for news.com.au that went up over the weekend, which was about an incident, my ass getting pinched. Ooh. I want to flesh it out because obviously those articles, what, 800 words, you mm. can kind of get a few points across, but mm. there are so many different layers of ass grabbing information yeah. that we can <laughs> dissect from that. So that's what I want to bring to the table this week. Brilliant. Right. Who wants to kick off? I will. Carissa. Let's, let's go right back to the beginning. It's so nice. weird that we can do it with eyeballs. I know. Yeah, basically, I'm not going to talk now because I'm so used to directing traffic on this podcast with my voice because we're always everywhere, whereas I just looked. It's, it's so really nice, bizarre. isn't it? Yeah, but we can normally look at each other but then yep. can never hear the guests. So, so you kind of always give that one second uh, waiting for them to pause. speak. But now we don't have to worry about it. We can do hand actions. Like we it. can just do whatever we want. Which the is exclusive of you guys listening. So we won't keep you, we won't leave you out. <laughs> Carissa, tell us. Let's kick it off. Okay, well, sexual makeup. And this is something that I didn't ever think about until it was brought up in the video. And yeah. you know what? I can't remember the last time that I wore makeup when I was having sex. Thank God. Wow. Like, honest We're to so God. so glad you went that way. But that's the funniest yeah. thing. And I started talking to my girlfriend about it last week when I originally saw the question. And we were in the car driving. And she's the cutest little thing. She's like <laughs> tiniest little Tiny person. Tinier than you. So tiny. You're little. And you're a mini. Little, little, little. Yeah. And like, she's blonde and just gorgeous. Driving along in her little Audi and going, and I asked her the question. And she almost slammed on the brakes. She's like, Honey, you don't wear makeup when you have sex. I'm like, no. I is she American or Canadian? She, no, she's Australian. Oh, is she? Oh. I can't do the accent. Sorry. Don't make her do it like every other radio we try. No, no. Oh. Do they? Does everyone make you try and do an Aussie accent all the time? Oh, I'm terrible. Oh, oh, wait, sorry. Now I, I want to hear it. It's that, and it's no. it's I that in Vegemite. You know how people are like. Oh, okay. I love I Vegemite though. I love Vegemite. All right, we won't make you eat that. We're keeping you. You don't have to lie. I do. I do. I have it with avocado and a little bit of tomato. Oh. Tomato, it's tomato. It's a tomato. little. That's a little bit gourmet. Yeah, um, but <laughs> but we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, I asked her, and I was like, okay, well, you wear makeup when you have sex, and she's been with her now fiance for probably six years, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, absolutely. And I I was actually quite floored by it because I thought that most people in long term relationships 
just you know go to bed. Well, isn't that the without yeah. like, isn't that the reason that you, you get a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> you can basically stop shaving. <laughs> that you can stop worrying. No, it's not. But I mean that stuff does help, and it definitely does happen mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship. I would imagine yeah. that some things can be left at the door. Well, absolutely. But it kind of got me thinking though that that's kind of a dick move on my part. Like not that I need to be wearing makeup, but having the effort there and the flip side. Yeah, the flip side, and that's exactly it. And I haven't talked to Glenn about this, which I'm actually quite curious for him to listen to this and have yep, a say yep. on this but um when i was speaking to brooke about it she just kept saying you know the reason why i started having sex with makeup on was because i implemented date night and so they work really really hard they have different schedules they're going back and forth all the time and they've implemented date night once every two weeks where they actually fully get ready for a date and actually go so out and they somewhere. go out i yeah. used to do that so when nice. i with exes but i i think the other thing is being out of a relationship there is this irony because you do want that to be i mean for me it's not happening all the time so you want that to be a, the intimate part of your yeah, life because it's not mm. there every day for yeah. you right so you want that time but having said that to get into bed with someone mm. all of the things that you need to do to feel sexy confident and actually get to that point generally means that you are so made up That's so by it. the time you're sleeping with say it's a guy you're seeing say it's a one night stand yeah. there's a good chance you're always completely full of tan or makeup yeah. so much so that the like the last guy or a few the hipster I think I've spoken about yeah. that I slept with with the, Ooh, with, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with the bongos and the freaking... <laughs> he, he had a man bun? He had... Uh, no, but he had the biggest beard of ever. Course. Which One was yeah. foul. It yeah. really smelled. And oh. yeah, it just smelled I've like... I've heard about that It smelled bit. like dirty towels. Yeah. Because you've got to wash. you got to wash the beard. It's just like any other yeah, hair. But I not just with water. Like yeah, no, no, no. Like sh- yeah, oh, he was shampoo like it. super fancy though. Like had Aesop. Like the sheets were Ooh. totally a thousand thread count. Like... Rich hips. <laughs> I love that Aesop <laughs> is a thing. Like oh, when is. you go, oh, it he's got Aesop. And you know what is. else is what people do? Like uh, often when they have Aesop is they have the hand moisturizer next to the hand cleanser. Of course, because you can oh, buy them in packs. Yeah. And it so also kids, <laughs> it kids everyone. But this guy had all of this stuff, right? Yeah. And I wasn't planning to go out, randomly decided to and had instant tan on. Ooh. So the one that washes off yeah. in the shower, yeah. basically you spill a drink and now it's you've gone. all of a sudden look like a leper. You yeah. start sweating. You're yeah, done. you're gone. fucked. Oh, man. So I got it on with this guy, didn't really plan to. Actually, I don't even know if I slept with him that time because I saw him a few times. But regardless, I slept in his bed oh. in his complete in his nice white sheets. thousand thread oh. count sheets. Oh, Didn't really think too much about it. Next minute, uh, my girlfriend's picking me up and I he's gone to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm getting changed and I open the sheets up, stand on the side. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just kind of pushed it over. Then he made a comment about it in a text the next day. He was like, I had to wash my sheets. And like, well, he didn't say this, but not for the good reasons for him. Because like, it took a couple of times before I went there. But the idea is that even though I'd love to think that that moment is so, I don't know, stripped back. And it is that time where you can be, I guess, honest with somebody or you're getting naked Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you're going to have sex with someone. There, if, particularly for a single girl, there is so much stuff that is skunked on you to get confident enough to get to that point. So it's kind of not sad, but there is it's a quite an ironic mm. thing. I just think it depends where she's coming from. So like when your mate, so she's been in this long term relationship six odd years or whatever. Yeah, I think it depends her place personally. Is she putting on the makeup because she doesn't feel sexy enough or confident enough or oh, comfortable no. enough with him, or no, is she, because not. then I think that's okay. Like if she She's just doing it. She's doing it from a, I want to be sexy. Yeah. I feel hot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's two separate places, you know, like you could do it because you feel as though you're trying to make up for something or maybe it's in the beginning stages. And there are some girls that are wearing makeup, I guess, because they don't want their boyfriends to see see them them without makeup. And that's the the serious side. That are like that, that they've been in relationships for close to a year. And they would get up in the morning, just like on Bridesmaids or whatever the fuck movie that mm. was, and would get up, you know, do the hair, like put on makeup, mm. spray a bit of perfume, brush your teeth, and then get back into bed. That's so mm. much effort. Holy shit. Yeah, to I sit never in bed. bed. Yeah. It is full on though. And oh. I, I think there is that thing where if you do feel sexy and it, it does, you know, that's the kind of the idea that I was talking about is mm. that in order to actually get laid, get your flirt on, you. that's the greatest thing about good. being single, yeah. like is to be able to go out, put your heels on and feel like you don't know where this night is going to take you. But it's like, not that's the greatest. Yeah. But there is that, you know, the flip side of it, which is that 
it's all gunk. I don't even think <laughs> that it's not. It, I don't think that feeling is just in relationships, though. Like I think also within within a relationship yeah, that you feel true. super comfortable with. And Carissa, I don't know whether you agree with this too. Like with your partner, you guys have been together forever. I mean, sometimes it's nice to have that feeling where you are kind of doled up. Oh my gosh, it'd be you know, great. and like buying uh, lingerie. Like I can't, yeah, I can't really just making myself feel maybe sexy. Valentine's Day. I can't really think of any other time that I do that. And then I realized I became that girl that I didn't really want to be. So I, I like feeling like that. Yeah. I like getting excited about doing things like that and feeling like, yeah, I'm a sexy motherfucker. And I, I must, like yeah. That. yeah, and I must admit, I, I mean, I, I sit in this real conflicted headspace as a feminist. I do all of mm-hmm. the time because I go, I say the word gunk. I love makeup. I I love dressing up. It's such a part of my femininity and I'm proud of that. But then I also go to the other side of sex in particular. I'm really protective of the actual act. I just kind of also like the idea of it. And I suppose it doesn't have to always be intimate and sensual. Like there are times where you can keep your heels on and fucking own that place, Mm, own that room. Mm. But I suppose that's in the end, for me, it does, it does straight away go to more the sensual intimate side. So as much as I love all the dressing up, it also makes me a little bit sad that we need to do all of that to get to that other place. Yeah. So I I feel a bit conflicted Mm. with it because I love both, but somehow I feel like we need to do all of that to get to get there I don't even really think it's a need to I think makeup it's stupid to begin with think about it like you're slapping random paint on your face yeah. and yes. coloring other people's so hair pretty. onto yeah. your face like it's yeah. ridiculous it's so to but it's the way that but it makes so you feel fun. and that's yeah. it and you can treat yeah. it as an art form like it's a different way of presenting yourself that yeah. day and I think that that's almost an exciting thing for sex to be able to bring it back to mm. it's not even making yourself a better version of yourself it's just being able to play up a different side of yourself yeah, you know? it's true. and that's but exciting sometimes I think it's like we've spoken about this on the podcast before like the deep different the different moods and the different types of sex that you can have with the one person so you could go like the last 10 times that you had sex the last 10 times could have all been different because you were in a different mood in a different place and I think it's I think it's important that I don't know people can accept and, and be okay with the fact that you can be different you don't always have to feel that empowered sexy I'm so hot right now I'm going to take control you don't always have to be that person in the bedroom like sometimes you know you can just you can be more more passionate or be kissing and more they all have different lip holding, colors and all have yeah, different outfits or holding yeah. each other closer or whatever I think you've that's got okay. floral knickers for that time for and sure. then you've got red lacy ones for another time and sometimes you might have your granny panties on and you haven't worn makeup for the last week and you the best sex yeah, ever because your breath smells and, and honestly, it's Sunday morning and boyfriend. You don't care. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that <laughs> yucky, dirty, but it's so much fun sex. So yeah. I think where you're it, completely comfortable. It just depends yeah. how you feel in that moment. But Absolutely. I think I think where it becomes a bit of a problemo is where where chicks feel as though they have to be or look or be in a particular state to enjoy themselves because Absolutely. you're never you're never in one place. You're never in one state, and it's silly to think that you could be. Mm. I totally mm. agree, one hundred percent. It's true. Yeah, okay, so I feel like everybody needs to go out and do some kind of present themselves, a single taken, whatever it is, and then see if they can follow that through to the bedroom, mm. like in that kind of dressing up yep. phase. I think just have fun with it, either which way. If that's what you want to do without makeup, great. With makeup, great. Switch it up. Why mm. not? Yeah. That's the fun of it. Yeah, let yeah. us know. We might put it up online this week and see if anybody's used it and gone on a date night or even just gone out and gone, I'm going to, I don't know, do 1920s look and kind yeah. of feel mysterious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this kind of fun with it. I've put on perfume before sex. Yeah, like I, 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 I quite often do that actually. Scent for is me it, is bigger than visual, though. Yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know what I it like, is, I, but um, that's my thing. But I like. I there's this. I'm a weirdo. I'm like kind of a cave woman. Like I kind of like sex smell, and I, not many people. Aroma. Yeah, not many people you know like what, it, but I do. Mm. With that said, I like it when I get into a bath or into a shower and it's hot, and I can smell whatever my own skin smells like in that split second. Yeah, you so smell. You I smell your own perfume when you're washing it off. Yeah, like it, yeah, whatever that I know scent what you is. Mean. I, I don't mind that. And yeah. I think that sex smell is a combination of that and the other person's. I mean, if you're both yeah, clean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not yeah, that Yeah, smell, exactly. So gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Sex smell. Sex <laughs> smell. Stacey June's latest <laughs> fragrance is natural aroma of the bedroom. <laughs> Getting back to where we all belong, Stacey June. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, it's okay, Pear, Christy, you're up. Okay, I want to talk about um, <laughs> that guilt. 
that you feel, and I think everybody goes through it, like to different levels and different degrees, depending on where you're at, like in the rest of your life and where you're at in your particular relationships with, with your VIPs, with your loved ones, with those real special people. Um, but I have just gone through this phase, I reckon maybe in the last, not too long, couple of weeks. I'm usually pretty good. Like I know there's a certain amount of people, a handful of people that if I don't speak to once in a week, I feel weird about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like my mum, my dad, my grandma, my sister, who is even, you know, even overseas. Like if I don't, we'll chat on Facebook and whatever, but um, I still need to, it's really nice to hear her voice. Like, so if we're on Viber or, um, I don't know, um, Facebook chat or video or Skype or whatever. So there's a particular handful of people that, you know, I might get to a, a Saturday night and go, shit. It's, I feel as though it's been a long time. And that's I, a lot of people on a weekly rotation. Say, yeah, and oh I was going to say, that's different for everybody. Totally. And I, I think this is a little bit of a, a byproduct of living away and mm. doing long distance from friends, family and my boyfriend mm. for such a long time. So, you know, the last five years of my life, I haven't been able just to pop around and have dinner at mum and dad's mm -hmm. or I haven't been able to swing by my granny's for Mother's Day mm -hmm. breakfast or fucking whatever. So I've made a real conscious effort to make sure that even if it is me calling every week, and I know that some, you know, you might say, oh, but it needs to be a two-way street. When it comes to family, I'm like, whatever. Like if that's, if that's how I speak to you every week and that's how I'm in the loop and very connected, then that's how. And I am still, even though I have not... Um, lived like within the same place or sometimes the same state over the last five years or whatever with my family, I'm still very much there, like very much a part of it. I know exactly what is going on. Um, I'm in the loop with whatever is going on within that house during the week, where people are at, how they're feeling. And often when I speak, because I get that from all the phone calls during the week. So whatever, if I'm speaking to mom and she's like, oh, your brother this, your brother that. And I'm like, yeah, well, I spoke to him yesterday. So I kind of piece that together over the week. You're better than me. Seriously, I'm terrible at that. Well, this will be interesting to get your take because, I mean, all of your, is it all of your family? All Everyone. of your family is yeah. overseas. Well, when I moved here, I literally knew Glenn. That was it. Glenn and, well, his brother. I knew his brother, but it was just from snowboarding, snowboarding mm. trips. Mm. Um, every single person that I know is overseas. And I sometimes feel guilty when it comes to family, like mm. mainly just my parents. Um, I do try and email my grandma once in a while because she just started figuring out how to use email. So <laughs> God, yeah, go grandma, it. go. <laughs> um, but I don't know, friends and like extended family, I try, but I'm just, I'm terrible at it. I feel like I'm so crazy busy all the time. And especially with the time change, it makes mm. it almost impossible sometimes to be able to connect you know like it's it's I pretty much I can talk to them for the first maybe half of the day on yeah. my day and it's tough because like you're doing work you're doing yeah. other things yeah. you're trying to get shit done in the morning mm. and it's just like oh man I think sometimes and this is where my guilt comes in because I've kind of been head down bum up over the last couple of weeks I don't know there's just been stuff going on and even if there's not sometimes you just go through phases mm. where you're really in contact and really close like with friends like with whoever in your life and then sometimes you go through phases where you're not talking all the time but where the guilt comes in for me is when I miss things or forget things and I know like maybe that's putting a bit of pressure on myself but just little things like you know my brother's studying for exams and I forgot to send him a text or um you know, forgetting to send, you know, a message to a mate who, um, you know, has just gone through a breakup or just had a birthday or whatever. And I think sometimes, and this is so stupid, but I think sometimes I feel like this and I don't know whether you two do as well, but sometimes the longer that I'm out of contact with people, sometimes it's, that makes it harder to just pick up the phone or to pick up, you know, the text where you left off and get in contact because I think there's this guilt where you go, fuck, well, I, you know, I haven't spoken to you for two weeks and I miss this shit that I just saw on Instagram. So now I feel bad for for speaking to you now and being I like and owning up to admitting it and that just m makes it worse. I think that's an overall coping mechanism though. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we all have different ways that we deal with hard things or things that we find hard to deal with and we've, and we've got good ways that when we're in our good headspace we'll do and then we've got bad ways which is, you know, avoidance for example and, and it's sometimes like leaving it so it, you think that it might fix itself. And I don't know if that's – I think that it's just – I do believe – that all of those come up as much as they need to to challenge you in a way. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so I feel like I think I think what I'm trying to say is that no matter where you are, you're kind of – this sounds so cliche, but you're supposed to kind of be there. So if it means that you're super busy and that's challenging you for now – 
then it's challenging you for the right lessons. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it's challenging you that you need to not hold off messaging mm. them. And mm. that's yeah, the lesson in that. Because yeah. I think it, we kind of go really heavy with relationships and we go, we, we're really hard on ourselves with family and friends and, and, and we get really full on when actually it couldn't, could, could more be just about that moment and what's going on the last couple of weeks. And there could be lessons and bits and pieces that's happening in that period of time, as opposed to it being, I'm a shit daughter. I, I need to get my life together. Mm. More thinking about what's going on in this bit that I could learn from, as opposed to making it all about, you know, who you are as a person and so definitive. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, it does a bit. Cause I suppose there'd be, you know, there's no set formula that it's like, oh, I and haven't called her on once a week. Like sometimes I might call four times a week. That's that's it. You know what I mean? I mean? Because there's, Everyone's that's just though. where I'm but at. But I think that if the, if you are feeling uneasy about things, I still think there's reasons that you do feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it necessarily has to land at, fuck, I'm a shit sister for not calling him. Mm. It could yeah. be, man, okay, I'm busy. Why I'm do I feel committed this way? to too many things um, I, uh, or I need to not leave that off. Okay, so I have messaged him. What I've got to learn to do is as soon as I remember, do it. Mm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, the, I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to say this is what you should do, but I kind of feel like that's their opportunities there yeah. that I think instead of taking them a lot of the time, we will make them into these big definitive decisions Moments, about yeah. ourselves personally. Mm. I don't even know where I way. discovered this, but I was just really listening. And then I was like, I feel like this is what we do all of the time where everything becomes so definite. And so this must mean this, our life is that's it from that chapter. Mm. Absolutely. Well, I, I used to feel that way, like very definitive when I first moved over here. And I don't know about you moving away from your friends or things like that, but a lot of the time it does weed out people that genuinely are your friends and aren't your friends. Mm. And I feel like, you know, I've been here for what, four and a half years. It's really weeded out the people that want to be in my life yeah. and are okay with the fact that I might mm-hmm. not be able to get in contact every single week. But when we do, we pick it up just right where we left off. And there's yeah. no and, yeah. breaking and think, that conversation. I think yeah. they're really important. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com thing to remember there and I like to use the word connection instead of relationship because I do think that that is really um, a stronger word that I suppose can justify all of these different things that are thrown your way every day. Mm -hmm. So you have this bulk of two weeks that are full on and and relationships and and words and titles, daughter, sister, friend, boyfriend, you know, student, whatever it is, you put them all under here. But actually when you go back to the core of it, I think the connections are the ones that stay healthy. And and I, I, I learned this from a kinesiology appointment that I had a few months ago where I had really stuck very hard on trying to be a good friend, trying to be good this, trying to do everything and, and lost the, the trust in connection. And, so, yeah, so, and that there is so, this opportunity for you also to trust love them? and connection that you just have in general, between you. That it's not going to fuck up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's two, it's definitely two, but it's not a two way action. It's not a two way. We both mm-hmm. meet in the middle. It's just something you can't see connection. It's like when yeah. you fall in love, it's love. It's what it is really. Mm-hmm. And you trust the connection that you have and you back away from it a bit because the real ones will be there. That's mm. exactly it. They're going to be there when, when they're there. But the cool thing is, is that you also have to remember that it does, 
require effort. Like, I, exactly, yeah, you can't sign out and exactly, say yeah. connection yeah. will win exactly. all. Like, but, but you're never going to do that. No, but no. you're never also going to be able to always have that full conversation at the same time. Like, sometimes I can only send like a three word text, like "I love you" or "I hope you're doing good" or "I'm thinking about that's you." That's my issue. That's, that's my issue. And we've we've spoken about yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke avoid it. Yeah, spoken about that before when it's like, you know, you might be in the middle of something and a phone call comes through from that particular person that you go, fuck, this this is the phone call that I've been waiting for. And then sometimes I silence it and I go, I'll wait till I've got, you know, half an hour or an hour or two hours that I can actually talk and just shoot the shit with because there's so much to catch up on. Because I feel like this has come up before. This story that you're telling yourself that maybe it is about I'll wait for more time. There's got to be something deeper there. I reckon. I think that's maybe it, the avoidance is so, it means something, but and it's I not don't just, think. I think it if, means... if it was with one person, then I would agree with you. But it's oh, with no. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said this before. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. That's the way you kind of deal with it. And that's what I was getting at before. I feel like this idea that you say, "Oh, it'll be," you're what? I'm not There's sure what you're waiting time. for. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm waiting for a moment where I can give my whole self and all that of myself sense. and commit. And not be distracted by other stuff that's going on and give that person my full undivided love and attention because I feel as though, you know, that might have lacked or we haven't been able to, you know, find a time. And it's not just on my half or not just on their half, but it happens, you know. So I think because I I cherish those moments because I'm not able to potentially see that particular person or whatever – you know, face to face all the time or as much as I want to. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe it is that maybe for the last few years, it's like having that, you know, full on deep undivided attention and conversation because I'm trying to make up for the fact that I'm not actually able to recreate that in real life. And I think that's what my point is. I think it's unrealistic. I do too. 100%. And I think you've been, I think that's been a bit of a thing that's happening a Mm. lot and it's the common trend of what happened. We've had this on the podcast before. Um, So that's where I was kind of starting with this is Mm. where's the, where's the lesson here that's a bigger thing, not than just, I just didn't text my brother. Like Mm. there's got to be something there and it, I think it may be the unrealistic expectation not only you have on yourself, but the way you are communicating. Like mm. it could be just as quick, totally. You know, I something also, quick I, rather I than wonder, that though, really big time, you, which you don't have. Do you expect that from your friends and family back in return, though, in any which way? Like, like a big hour yeah, conversation like you, every like, time. No, feeling, exactly. But I would assume that that's how they <laughs> it's feel. It's hilarious this way, because I heard myself saying it out loud, and just as you were about to ask that question, yeah. I knew you were going that way, and yeah. I was like, I don't. But that's a funny thing. I don't at all because if someone picked up the phone and was like and to be I'm fair, about I'm about to walk into work or I'll call you later or I've got two minutes let's chat and let's pick it up later then fuck and, and that'd even, be amazing and even That's to be it. fair I've spoken about this on the show before but what's to say your way of giving love is the way everyone wants to receive absolutely it? so you might say I want to give an hour but maybe your bestie or someone else just needs you to say love you good luck mm. even Definitely. if you forgot do you know mm. what I mean so I think sometimes we also have to step out of ourselves a bit and go mm. Okay, this is how I would see. Mm-hmm. I would want to get it, or I would want to give it. But actually, is that the way they only need it? Which is a lot of the time not the case. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, people are quick and they're just happy with a just touching bases, your just bitch touching thinking in. of you. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like the present thing. You know how you give people presents that you want. Yes, yourself. <laughs> it's that languages it's of that, love. Everyone needs it? to read the oh. book. I swear <laughs> to fucking god, game changer. Okay. Okay. Especially if you're in a relationship, Oprah swears by it. And well, you can like, even well, then it must it. be good then. I've said it enough, <laughs> you've heard me say this book a it's thousand so fucking times, times but so it does explain a lot. And it, it, it does come back to that kind yeah. of idea of you really have to step out of yourself because we all kind of walk around there and fucking up our own asses. You know what the difference I think is nowadays versus back in the day? I think that back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean before social media age, I think that it was a lot <laughs> more important to connect in the basis that you're talking about only yeah. because we didn't know what was going on. But I know what's going on in my mom's life. I know what's going on in my friend's life and my brother's life. And I, I check in very periodically on it. And we might have time sometimes to have a longer conversation, but it's nice to be able to have Instagram and go, oh, that's what you did today. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Or little tiny check-ins where you can just kind of of snip it into that and yeah. then when you or see each other or yeah, yeah whatever and you can yeah. see each other and the next time you mm-hmm. have something cool to talk about because you actually have a full conversation to yeah. catch up on you know yeah. true yeah. it's true You're right. yep 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 Okay. All right, I'll just send him an Insta message. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know what you need to start doing, though? You need I to start know. vlogging like me. 
So if you did um, daily vlogging, then nobody would actually have to ask you what you're doing. They'd just go, oh, so this is what you did today. Oh, That's my God, with kind your of, It kind yeah. of pisses so, me off a bit. Yeah, you because you can't, you, you can't replace um, no. I never want to be in a place where that replaces that. And so I did no. notice that with my friendship group. I, and I was even guilty of it. Facebook. Yeah. just... Yeah. takes over and it's not the same. Not at all. Just because you like someone's pick doesn't mean... That's what actually happened. <laughs> knew what was going on and you, you know, would find that. The funny thing is, I find that, but I also find the flip side that I find it as a very visual diary of what I'm doing and like my family that I do yeah, not yeah, see. Yeah, like there's yeah. They can't see where you live. Year. They can't ever yeah. see, you know, it is different. I've mm. only had one friend ever come visit me in Australia and it was for a week and we didn't even stay at my house. Like we were maybe wow. doing an hour at my house things. and then we did other things. And so for my friends and family, to be able to join me, I guess, in my edited daily life, yeah. at least it's something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's better true. than not. And I, I love that my mom can then take that to the old folks' home and show it to my grandma and be like, "So this is what Carissa did today." Yeah, it's and that's so nice. And, and that's nice. celebrating stuff with with totally. online, which we're going to cover totally. in the next few weeks on this podcast. Um, but yeah, the idea that we kind of a lot of people continue to fight this yes. online thing, where it actually there it is there. It there's a big capacity. It. it doesn't yeah. have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to replace it. it. That's yeah. exactly it. And it's yeah. nice. So for like, I mean for conversation starters it's nice to be able to have a conversation with my grandma and she actually kind of understands what's been happening and my mom catches me up on her stuff all the time but mm. she never knows what I'm doing mm. so it's nice mm. to be able to have that common ground of we kind of know what each of each other yeah. is doing yeah that's yeah, nice. it's true. It's true. It's true. All right, bum pinching. I want to share my story. Yes, yeah. I'm so intrigued. So it was a few weeks ago now and I was out um, at like a bar that had a, had like dance music. So it wasn't a club, but it wasn't like a cocktail bar. But you could get okay. good drinks. Yep. My ideal night. Yeah, I love those places love yeah, where yeah, yeah. it feels like a bar, but you're not at the club. Well, that's it. And you can actually hear people. Yeah, but there was still 90s music as well. So you <gasps> oh, couldn't God. really love, you couldn't hear yeah. people too much, but you got the idea. Yeah. Anyway, we were all there. Beyonce came on and I, as being the just the exhibitionist I am, decided <laughs> to strut to the bar, right? It, well, I don't obviously. even know if it was my shout, but like it just went, Dee, and I was like. What song was it? And the um, Crazy in Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the beginning. When she right? struts in strut the film clip with the little denim shorts. I just lost it, right? Yeah. And I was, um, yeah. no, I used oh, my arms, yeah. but I. I kind of picked up with a bit of a wind under my step oh. and then did a big first strut and then strut for a good 10 steps. Then I got to the bar. Amazing. So it was over. <laughs> anyway, they all thought it was hilarious. Then came back with a couple of drinks. My girlfriend was in front of me because she kind of followed crying with laughter. <laughs> uh, they were new friends. Clearly my old friends were like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I, could still, I could still. Yeah. How many times has she done this strut? Yeah, she's doing the splits on the floor again. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so I was on my way back. There was a group of guys that had presented themselves into our posse, like not in our posse, but kind of, uh, they were loitering on the outside. Well, they were, they didn't really look like they were interested in our business. It was starting to get really busy. So that, but they were new. I hadn't noticed them when I'd walked and done my strut. If they had been there, to be honest, they would have broken it because there was no room. Yeah. (laughs) So I walked back and my girlfriend was behind me and I had two drinks in my hand And this guy pinched my ass so aggressively that I actually (gasps) felt he's probably three of his fingers go up like quite close to the middle of my legs. (gasps) So it was like a proper grab. And I was shocked, 100% shocked. And I... I think I was surprised at my shock and then I was I was really shock's a funny thing and, and I always speak about this in grief, it's quite deep, but shock can change lives. Like it really and this sounds really dramatic, but I don't know, there's something about it that makes you just I get I'm getting goosebumps telling the story. I really didn't could not believe that it was still happening. Well it takes you a second to register. Like and your I mind just felt, cannot catch up to what actually just happened. Yeah. And I one hundred percent felt exploited. Of course. Yeah. But I think it's not like I haven't had my ass pinched before. So I think that's where the shock came at my reaction. And maybe it's because I was younger and I suppose, I don't know, I, I guess I didn't have, I always, I was always the girl to say something though. Mm, um, yeah. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Even as a young yeah. age, I was the person saying, fuck off, mate. Yeah. Don't fucking yeah. touch me. Yeah. I was that girl. Good. Um, which for a long time, everybody rolled their eyes at. No. Because that girl's not the cool girl at no. 21. Well, screw no. that. But I did it anyway. And kind of for a long time would hate myself of being that girl often. Got to this point, had obviously worked through a lot of my stuff, didn't give two shits what yeah. people thought of me yeah. by this point, but still was so, so shocked that this guy had done that. And I, I think it was the time. I still, I guess maybe I'm naive. I'm not out at the club every weekend. Mm. 
But I also think at my age, I thought, my God, surely you could see that. I don't think there's ever an excuse depending on what age you were, but I kind of went, surely you don't do that to someone. I don't know. why Is this really happening? Yeah, I just kind of was like, there was a few things where I went, and and then even when I went to go through and say, oh, my God, I'm I'm 32, you can do that to a 21-year-old. You can't. No. no, But at the same time, all of these things were going through my head of the tick boxes of why people would do it. Younger dickheads. You know, Mm -hmm. I thought of all these things. Mm. They were all ticking them, and I was like, and still it happened. Yeah. So So I turned. What was his reaction? Yeah. Well, I turned around to him, and I put the drinks down on the table, and he was like, oh, here we go. And the girls in the corner who, again, I'd known, become really good friends with over, I don't know, three or four months doing a work project. They, we've become so tight. I adore them and they know me by yep. this point, right? So they've whispered and gone, oh, they've done, he's done oh, that to the wrong person. Uh, yeah. And so I'm ready to back me. Yeah. And I didn't even go to scream like I would have when I was younger because I was just, you know, just, I didn't have my cool. Collecting yeah. your fury. I just yeah. went to him. I looked at him and I pointed at him and I said, you will never, ever do that to another woman again. Good on you. And then I said, I don't know what fucking year you woke up in this this year or what century you woke up in this morning, but that is not acceptable in 2015 and there is no word of a lie about it. Wow. You need to have a fucking hard look at yourself. Good for you. What, what did he do? I was going to say, what was his white. face? Like, <gasps> he was not just because I think someone said something to him, but yeah. he knew he I knew meant it was bad. business. Meant and, I, business. and I went, well, A, you've got the wrong person because I do this for a living every day. And B, it is my 100% true passion. Like, I know everybody wants equality, but there's something built in me that is like, I'm on this earth to make it make it louder yeah. so he got the wrong go- wrong yeah. girl yeah. the yeah. other thing was I felt sad for him that he felt he was being funny and that he was still in a place uh, and surrounded by people that potentially could have given him the idea that it was um and I also think that it got worse so then his friends turned around and said to me um shut up you slut you're you are me. joking. No. So then we walked away. My girlfriend oh, said to him, God. as I didn't hear it, my girlfriend heard it, and I walked away and he said oh. to me. Um, hey, when you say he, are we talking the friend? Sorry, Do, the friend said it to me. Did the ass pincher say oh. anything? The ass pincher was ready to apologise, yeah. my girlfriend said. He yeah. was almost like so shocked. Yeah. And then his friend he chimed he was, in and yeah. went, no, nah, fuck this, we're not yeah. going to give them control. Yeah. Oh, Shut up, you dumb slut. So then the other girl that I was behind me through this time had said to him, well, ha- the irony is she's asking you not to touch her. So that actually doesn't even make sense. Exactly. Oh. Fuck, that's... Oh! Just, just, I just want to... I'm just going to stand clap. up and give you... That was a long story, but a, I needed a, to really I take know. you into the moment because I... Oh, my I'm glad you did. God. But uh, you know what I find the best part of all of this story? The fact that you and your friend, after this fuckwit of a human, thinks, A, he can do that. And then B, his friend does something equally as abhorrent and then tries in some way to reflect that on you and then calls you a slut, which is just ridiculous. You and her never once even thought about putting yourselves on that level where you Not went. Not at all. Where you went, you're, well, well, you're, you're just a dickhead. Thing, and this is why I think I was so shocked because I'm so far from this. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so removed from mm. my life. Mm. It's so, this behaviour is so unacceptable with the people and the things I'm consumed by that I, I guess that's where the shock came it from. It doesn't even is cross that, your mind that someone no, would ever do it, that. It really doesn't anymore. Yeah. And I felt so saddened that my little cousins were clo- still going out to the yeah. club. It's the first thing I thought of. One of my little cousins in particular who is the – her legs go for days. She's like a giraffe. She's so mm. tall and always wearing the skimpiest <laughs> – she's freaking 21, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I thought she's probably still getting harassed and this is fucked. Mm. It is. Regardless of what you're wearing, regardless of exactly. who you are, yeah, it's absolutely no right. so fucked But I did up think of her in particular. That. I was absolutely. like, she'd yeah. be gone. She'd yeah. be an absolute target. And I just felt, I felt like we, and I wrote this in the article. I said, you know, to the guys that 
have ever witnessed that and are still witnessing it and not saying anything. Shame on you. Hell yeah. Step the fuck up and do something about it because that's totally unacceptable in mm. every which way. It gives me the shivers to yeah, think that same. anyone could ever think that that's an appropriate thing to do to anyone that obviously did not ask for that or mm. want that. Mm. Just but I mean, you, when do you ever, when does anybody ever want that? And that's what I think, you know? no matter what way you look at it as well, I think everybody might go, oh, it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. It's think not a joke. You're right there though. There's lots of different parts of this puzzle and lots of different parts of this story. And this would have happened, you know, hundreds of thousands of other times that it's not just the guy that has pinched your bum and thought it was a bit of a laugh that's the part that's wrong there's lots of different sections and there's lots of different players and lots of different things to take out of that that are just fucked up and again I think I spoke about this a few weeks ago about and I I really want to like just drum this into people that one little story or one little experience doesn't mean nothing. It's like when we were saying the traditions about marriage and, you know, and you thinking it's just this or it's just that. No, it's not. Like things do mean things and we don't all have to blow everything up to, you know, in this massive scale where little things have to mean big things. We were just talking about you should keep things singular and a bit simple in some parts of your life. But this actually does 100% directly contribute to domestic violence. Yeah. Now, if you think that it doesn't and you think the two are disconnected, then you really have to have a hard look at yourself because these kinds of behaviours are exactly what our kids are being taught, what other people around them are being taught that's okay. That's why it's so important to kind of say to someone, if it is happening to you, get the fuck away from me and make a scene. Mm. Um, I know that a few people have written on our Facebook page that guys have tried to step in. We've had some amazing men that have contacted us since saying, I do not think this is okay. I'm disgusted. And and it's really lovely considering our page is so women driven that we've Mm. got men coming in and saying, loved what you wrote. And and, and we're grateful for that. No, we're not going to give you a a Moomba parade. But, you know, in the end, (laughs) we do expect it. But it is nice that there's a, a complete, you know, both gender support from this. But everybody does need to realise that they, the two are hand in hand. Attitudes is where all of this stuff begins. And if we're still having this mm. at clubs or we're mm. still thinking that it's a bit harmless, then we're never going to get out of the problem that we have as a society in this country. Mm. So Absolutely. it is really important to have a think about it. And mm. if somebody does say it to you, you need to you need to pull the, pull their head in. I just genuinely loved how you reacted and didn't throw your drink or you didn't, didn't yell. Just do the typical yeah. like, oh! I probably would have when yeah. I was 21. Yeah. At Prince yeah. of Wales, like, yeah. fuck off you. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think, that, I think that either which way, reacting and saying that that's inappropriate is obviously important. But I really do think that reacting in a way that you are being dead serious and holding him accountable for yeah. what he's done that is 10 times yeah, more effective. We can write down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can write down what to Please. say, if you like, on, on our page. Honestly, you can print it out yeah. and you can put it in your <laughs> handbag so that when you go out, you know exactly where to go. Do but, it, but I think, But I think it's, it is really important. And, and I think I'm totally with Carissa in that. The way that you reacted, it's like that I'm – it's I'm not age. angry, I'm disappointed <laughs> thing. Absolutely. It means I, so, yeah. so much more. And mm. I think all of that stuff and all of those horrible, you know, um, uh, you know, ways of thinking when you say it's all, it's all LinkedIn, I completely and utterly agree with that. And I think that, I don't know, you could feel pretty ostracized in that particular environment, especially when you're out, especially if they've got a, a few of their fucking cronies mm. next to them. Mm. It's that, mm. it's that, um singling out and making you feel embarrassed even though they're the one that's completely and utterly in the wrong for you to then turn around and call out that behavior you know and like make it sure may, it's be not made just to be guy. feeling embarrassed that's right and it's not just the guys around the guy that did it it's also the everybody. girls around you yep. you know everybody yep. needs to be supporting everybody because i think sometimes girls even are bad with girls like did you have to fucking say something you know yes yes, yes you did. we need and and if someone says something like that or something's happened they're the ones that are fucked up not the girl Absolutely. that said mm. something to them mm. not the girl that's created a scene the guy that touched somebody without their fucking permission that's that's the bit that's not Mm. okay so i think we all need to get on the same page because i think girls can be so as bad like really like oh oh, don't he just was joking like can we just leave it it and that's bullshit too there's a a two-way bullshit street here you know there's no pointing fingers at one particular gender here and it doesn't matter how short your dress is if you if you it doesn't matter what you wear if you wear high heels or if you wear flats or whatever if you're i don't know there's this whole perception that if you're dressed a certain 
certain way that, you're that you want it, it that yeah. you're inviting it. Yeah, no and way. like even I remember like with Jill Ma, like you know, like I don't know who that is. a what year is and that? a bit ago, like Oof. there was, it's just hit home so much. And uh, Stace, you just made that noise because so many women our age connected to this particular story so much. It was a woman in Melbourne. She worked at the ABC. She'd been out for work drinks and essentially on her walk home in a city, after a couple right? of not, drinks. Not that it makes a difference, mm. but. In a city, she was basically, she was murdered and she was raped and uh, by by a man who was a, who was a convicted rapist That's who had so dozens, dozens of, of these you know, particular charges against him. And I think I think the the bit that hit home the hardest for a lot of people was that that could have been you, that could have been me, that could have been my sister, could mm-hmm. have been my friends. Because I think of there's so many instances where you go, fuck, that could have gone really pear. And it made me so mad that there were, there were actually a couple of, of reports and a couple of people, you know, whether it be on talk radio or telly or print or whatever, that had opinions on it that were saying, oh, well, she, there was almost this vibe. I don't think anybody explicitly said it, but there was this a bit of a vibe towards this whole case where, oh, well, she deserved it. She was pissed. She was walking home drunk. I don't think it she was. Had, I think, it, she I, had, I think it wasn't deserved, but I think there was a question of she shouldn't have been walking by herself. I think that was the 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 big line there. And I think one of the police officers did make a comment mm. saying, you know, girls, don't be walking home on your own. And I think that was the big the big comment that was made, which then leads to the fact that if you're walking on your own, you you're you need to expect it. And yeah. that's where it's 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 victim blaming, yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. is what it was. Yeah, just like if you're wearing shorts and or you're a slut idea. and the you same deserve idea. it. And it's exactly just and not it's true. the same idea as we're saying with it's girlfriends backing each other. Yeah. It's not it's thank goodness, mine is very much, you know, a, a different part of that story. But again at the same time, it's not your girlfriend's fault if she's having a go at somebody that touched her at no. the club. You know, mm. like That's it. it's not her problem, and it wasn't her. It wasn't Jill's problem that she walked home by herself. Mm. You know, mm. those um, these kinds of things are a big issue, um, and so we just need to make sure that we're all on the same team with it, mm. and Absolutely. make sure that we and support each, each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a big one, and I feel like if you do want to uh, reference the article that I wrote, news.com.au, you can find it on our Thinker Girl page, uh, facebook.com forward slash. Thinker girls. Yahoo. All right, guys. Carissa, it was lovely to have you. Thanks it was so nice to be in the studio together. Oh, it was the so best. Good. So, so being good. Able to look at you guys all together. And the webcam didn't freeze. Like, there's no <laughs> glitches. <laughs> I love this. It's oh, awesome. it if you do want to see what Carissa Pukas looks like, we'll have some things on our on our yeah. page. But do check her out at youtube.com forward slash Carissa Pukas. Yep, that's or it. Or you can also check out the vlog that she will be recording today, uh, which is Creeping on Carissa. <laughs> <laughs> Come creep on me, I guys. love that you've called at that as well Thank because you. that's essentially what people are doing when we always do online. that people like yeah. I, I'm in bed like casually little eyes are peeking out of the cover just scrolling creeping on these hot <laughs> chicks that's what I the white do. light the white yeah. light on the iPhone yeah it's actually true I've got somebody that I know on Facebook that um, when you click on their um, header profile pic mm-hmm. so it comes up straight away it says hey stalker oh, <laughs> and I the moment it. I see it I'm like exit exit I'm like because you feel like <laughs> weird about it <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah. if you do want to listen to any of our other shows uh, head to iTunes, podcast.thinkagirl.com.au. All of our articles and bits and pieces are on thinkagirl.com.au. Yeah. But a lot of our action is happening on Facebook. As I said, facebook.com forward slash thinkagirls. Till next week. Bye. 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 Next week on Think A Girl, the podcast. We're joined by Tegan Higginbotham. She's a comedian. She's an actor. She's a writer. She's absolutely smashing it lately. We even saw her mug pop up <laughs> on the project. And we can't wait to chat to her next week. Yee. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Hey, you. You're looking for some more? Well, clearly they're sticking around <laughs> for something. Well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What have we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast. We've got, <laughs> what else have we got? Cool We've girl got... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the finger girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.